0: how to become the best versions of yourself because manhood is exceptionally hard and life is hard but how you shape yourself will determine how hard it is for you and how miserable it will be. I want everybody here who's watching this, I consider this a matter of social responsibility. I want you to pull up a chair and eliminate all the distractions because I'm gonna speak to each and every one of you as if you were my son or a student or someone I'm trying to mentor. I'm gonna imagine that all of you know nothing and we're talking from the complete ground up. I've said this many times in many different iterations on different podcasts, but I wanna repeat it again. As a man, there is no easy life. If you're looking for an easy life, you should have been a girl, you made a mistake. Your life is not about being, Easy, your life is not about being happy. Your life is always going to be difficult. All of the pain you feel, all of the sadness you feel, you're supposed to feel as a man and you have two effective binary choices. You either go through the suffering and go through the trauma and go through the hardship it takes to be a man of value or you suffer eternity as a nobody and being invisible, I would argue, is almost worse. You can have a very stress-free life if you work in Starbucks, you don't care about the Starbucks once you clock off, you're not at work at the time, you go home, you play video games, and you exist until you die. Mm -hmm. That's stress-free, but you have to suffer being a nobody. Alternatively, you can go out there into the world, try and implement your mark on the world, work hard, try to get rich, more money, more problems. You can try and start a business, the stress of that. You can lose your girlfriend because all you're doing is working. This is a new level of stress, a new level of trauma, but at least you'll be a somebody at the end of it. There's two ways to suffer. You either suffer as to become a somebody or you suffer as a perpetual and forever nobody. What did Napoleon
1: say? He said, glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. Absolutely.
0: Glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. And when he says fleeting, that's a really good point because everything in life is rented, especially your glory as a man. When you have a good body, it is not a good body as complete. It's not finished. You haven't completed the task. You have rented that good physical condition. You must train every day to retain it. So everything is rented. Your body, you don't just get a good body and you're done. You still have to go to the gym every day to maintain that good body. You don't just get a hot girl and it's done. You still have to work hard for her to always love you and respect you. You don't just start a business and now you're rich. No, you have to start a business and work on that business every day. If you take your eye off the business, it will fail. Everything in life is rented. So when he says glory is fleeting, he's also absolutely not correct because glory is fleeting and you have to constantly and endlessly work for it and make sure that you never stop. Otherwise it will be taken from you. But obscurity is forever. If you never make a mark on the world, then you effectively never existed. Yeah. And when you're gone, nobody will care. The reason our father is discussed at length is because of who me and Tristan are. And the reason we will be discussed forever is because of who our sons will become. And that's very important because you have a duty to your ancestors and you have a duty to God. So you must make a choice. And this is genuine choice to you people at home. Do you want to live in obscurity forever and be invisible and not matter? and have an easier life, I would argue that it's not easier because in your heart and in your soul, you're going to feel guilty knowing you could have been something you're not and you have a duty to your ancestors and to God to be the best version of yourself. Or do you want to try your absolute best and struggle and suffer every day of your life paying the rent for all of the amazing things around you? We pay endless rent. We pay rent for our bodies. We pay rent for our relationships. We pay rent to keep our kids. We pay rent to keep our business. We pay rent to keep our freedom. Every single day is work to pay the rent. It's absolutely never ending, and you have to make that choice. So if you have a pen and paper in front of you, you need to decide. Do you want to be invisible with a lower rent bill, or do you want to be important and work hard and suffer to make sure that the rent is paid? It's a choice you must make, and it's binary, and you must be extremely dedicated towards the decision you finally make. So as you're just finding yourselves as men, I understand I have a huge responsibility because of the massive platform I have. There's no doubt about it. I am the largest influencer in this space. I'm perhaps one of, if not the largest influencer on the planet today. And I have a massive responsibility to try my best to improve the world and teach people important things. And it's very difficult, as most of you men are just finding yourselves, trying to figure out what and who you should be in a culture with little to no proper guidance. If you remove me, from the internet. You have a whole bunch of loudmouths who have not achieved anything amazing or remarkable in their
1: real lives. Who don't act in a respectful way.
0: Who don't act in a respectful way, who have not had any real world achievements. There's a few people I can name who aren't like that, but we're generalizing. generalizing. And then you have a largely matriarchal society and a matriarchal education system that you're beholden to. So who's teaching you to be a man? If you're fortunate enough to have a fantastic father, great. But if you don't, There are very little lessons and there's basically no guidance out there explaining to you the self-accountability, which is required to be a man. Everything we were just saying to you earlier about making the choice of being invisible or being highly important and paying the rent for one of those two choices that's based around absolute and utter brutal self-accountability. You must accept the decision you want to make and you must accept that everything is your fault. Everything is on your shoulders, regardless of what God throws at you. Give you an example, me and you were in jail. Did we still have bills to pay? Did we still have mouths to feed? Absolutely. Did we still have a business to run? We're locked in a Romanian jail cell with no access to the outside world, and we still had responsibilities, and we were still absolutely and utterly accountable for those. We didn't sit and say, well, I'm in jail, so they don't matter.
1: Let them take care of it.
0: No, they do matter. We're men, and they must be handled, and we found a way to handle it regardless. Even though we believe we shouldn't have been in jail, even though it was unfair, even though it was a matrix attack, We still took absolute and utter self-accountability for the situation and all of our problems. We never skipped a beat. We never missed a single payment. We never let anyone starve. We handled absolutely everything from a jail cell. And you have to sit here and understand most of you are in absolute freedom, not meeting your responsibilities. How are you going to meet your responsibilities if you become important enough to be locked in a jail? How are you going to meet your responsibilities when you're heartbroken? How are you going to meet your responsibilities if you lose all your
1: money? And we're not talking just about our immediate family in a selfish way. I'm talking about my employees. I have... Over 300 plus employees, security guards, security guards who rely on their salary that they get from our company to feed their families and that's their job. It's not their fault I was locked in jail. I'm the man who hired them. I have a responsibility to make sure everyone's salaries are paid, to make sure everyone's family is fine. Um, You know, there's a massive triangle, a massive pyramid built underneath men like us uh, of uh, of people who need to eat and people who do us a service and people who need their money in exchange. I couldn't just say, you know what, I'm in jail. They'll understand. What would I expect these people to do? You know, this is their job. They work for me, and it's my responsibility to make sure everyone's getting their paycheck, even if I'm locked away. Which is scary because how would you how would you accomplish the same thing? Imagine you have three months. You have forty five minutes on the phone three times a week. That's all you get for three months. Would you be able to make sure that everybody you care about and everybody who depends on you and all the people who depend on you from a business perspective, all the people who work with you, work for you, are fed, provided for, getting their salary, getting their paycheck? Could you do that? If not keep working absolutely because we pulled it off absolutely just just about
0: just about my friend (laughs) we got it done and we're preparing ourselves for anything else that might happen in the future to make sure we can always get it done
2: god didn't bring you in this world to be average god didn't bring you in this world to wake up and die and just be another person that lived and died and didn't do anything significant in this world i dare you to decide to be on top of your life, to put off that gift that God put in you. People get more excited about a sporting event than the life that's in them to manifest their greatness. Most people are mentally dead. They're just following the crowd, following the follower. Rob the cemetery of your gifts. You're still alive, so therefore God is not done with you.
3: God did not create us
2: to give up when it gets hard. As long as God wakes you up, that
1: means he ain't through with you yet. And if you will shake off the self-pity, he will bring you out better off than you were before.
2: God has a plan. God has things in mind for you beyond anything you could ever imagine.
3: Don't give up on your dreams. Don't go over to a dry place. You wouldn't be alive if God didn't have something amazing in front of you. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said... It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.
2: You're so consumed with everything that's going on in the world. This is the reason you haven't figured out your own life yet. You can never figure out who you are if you're consumed in everything that everybody else is and what they're doing and the moves that they're making. Most of y'all have been living a lie for so long that you believe your own lies. You're trying to chase someone else's lifestyle and identity all while ignoring what God has in mind for you. What are you supposed to be doing? Who are you? What are your gifts and talents? God will never give you something somebody else is supposed to have. So all while you're consumed and focused on somebody else's career, their moves, their blessings, and their opportunities, your own career, your own path is being further dumped in the backseat. You just don't have no sense of direction. God didn't bring you in this world to be focused on what everybody else is doing. It's very easy for us to become duplicates of everything and everybody that's around
4: us. Living up to other people's expectations will drive you crazy. It will make you function in Superman mode until Clark Kent has a heart attack.
2: I'm saying to you, wake up every day and decide that you love yourself enough to commit yourself to you. You're allowing people to make you feel bad about being so blessed. Live your life and make your mark. God puts you on this earth to do something significant. These girls ain't going nowhere. These parties, these clubs, this shit ain't going nowhere. They're forces and systems designed to destroy your sense of self, to keep you distracted. The devil will show up in many forms to distract you from the focus. The devil is gonna send
4: you many obstacles so that you can lose your focus. These are noisy times we're living in right now. It's so loud right now that it is deafening. We got it coming through the media, 24 hour news cycles. We got it coming through social media. We've got it coming through the pandemic. We've lost normal, the noise in your family the dates to meet, the this to do, the bills to be paid. And you're standing in the middle of so much noise. You live in it, you walk in it, you turn on your phone and there's somebody you don't even know laying you out about something you don't even understand and you have to live in the noise. It is the constant living under the threat that takes away our peace. I don't have to dance all night now i just want to be able to sleep all night we've lost the sense of peace the sense of contentment we have to take something to go to sleep we have to take something to keep us up during the day you know you could have done this you know you should have done that and then you're never going to get where you're trying to get never going to be you gotta all oh, that noise in your head is loud And you wake up as tired as you were when you went to bed because you went to sleep, but you never got rest.
2: And you should understand this, that it was always going to be your family and your friends that would be the first ones to try and talk you out of your vision and your big idea. If I had paid attention to what people thought I was going to do with my life, I would not be Tyrese Gibson, multimillionaire. Most of my friends are them crazy because I'm so specific. Even if they tried, they couldn't get me off my path. Because when you
4: see the invisible, you're able to do the impossible. And you don't have to be famous or rich or anything. Everybody in here got some noise. Everybody in here got some noise. Some phone calls that when you get them, you act like you didn't hear it ring. Because you don't need no more noise. You're bursting my eardrums with your story. shut up. Right now, I'm trying to handle my own mess. And I go past the news and I listen to their mess. And I got international noise going on. And it's not just outer noise, because I can cut off the TV, I can cut off the telephone, but the noise in my head. And yet, you can't wait for the noise to quiet, to go ahead you have to be able to go to work in the noise
2: and i'm going to encourage you to go to that basement every multi-millionaire and every multi-billionaire in this world have all decided that i'm going to commit myself to this career this goal no parties they're going to call you names they're going to say that you're a weirdo because you don't with nobody Those are the characteristics of someone that have said that I have decided that I'm gonna create a shift in this universe. My message is not for everybody. It's for people who've said, as I said one day, there's gotta be more.
3: Stop playing, get serious. Life is serious. Life is the struggle to keep death at a respectable distance. And we're dealing with some serious matters here. I want you to write, I will be obedient to the vision. Life is serious. The future is serious. How come such a difference from those who can reach such incredible heights and those who haven't yet found the answers for their life and their future? And let that give us a note of seriousness. It's serious whether you win or lose. It's serious whether you succeed or fail. Matters of income are serious. Matters of supporting your family, serious. And I want you to take on that serious tone, take your own future serious. What you can do for your family, take it serious so that you can say, I made my best and finest contribution to see that goal reached. Number one was get serious. Here's number two, get smart. Don't miss the opportunity to learn. Don't be lazy in learning. Develop a whole new intensity that you're not going to miss the information. You're not going to miss the stories. If you've had a bad week, just sit down and ponder that for a while. See if you can't pick up some ideas from a poor week. One way to learn to do it right is do it wrong. Now, the key is don't let it take too long. This is called the possibility for life change starts with education. Don't be lazy in learning. Learning is the beginning of wealth. Some people want to start with motivation, but you don't start with motivation. But here's the best motivation we've got going the proof of our success. When we bring our dedication and let it show, just excitement alone won't do it. Somebody says, just motivate this guy, he'll be all right. If a guy's an idiot, you motivate him, now you've got a motivated idiot. I'm asking you to dedicate yourself to a new level of learning. If you want to solve your problems, you got to learn. If you want to take advantage of an opportunity, you got to learn. Develop your own personal philosophy here, major determining factor in how your life works out, each person's philosophy. The difference in where we arrive at the end of the week, at the end of the year, is not the wind that blows. But what's going to make the major difference? Each person's personal philosophy that sets a better sail. Don't ask for better seed and soil. All you got's what's available. Wherever you've come from in your country, the economy you got, that's all you got. Don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Those who do the work get the better.